Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. And welcome in to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. It is Friday, January 27th, here in downtown Columbia, Tennessee. I'm Lewis Maddox, joined alongside Clayton McClaw-Harris and Coach James Dickinson. Good afternoon. Guys, how y'all doing? Friday. Sun shining. There you go. 50 degrees outside. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, it's much better than it was earlier in the week, that is for sure. But it's not as good as Vegas weather, I'm sure, right now either. Man, I'm, I'm kind of jealous it, of that. It's quarter on if you're winning and losing out there. Yeah. I know he won the, the minute he stepped in the casino, uh, and I'm sure we'll hear about that story. Uh, he turned about 30 bucks into quite a bit more. That's awesome. Yes, nice. it is. On the but I have not heard from him. No, no. I think it was roulette. But I have not heard from him much since. I did get the, We do have the Magic 8 ball pick that we'll pass out at the end of the show, but – uh, the fact that I didn't hear from him for a day or two concerns me. So we'll we'll see we'll Uh-oh. see we'll see when he gets back. What uh, how Vegas went? So they're yeah, probably going to say what happens if Vegas stays in Vegas. That's it. That's that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's there's a good chance. Yep, good chance. Lou, how's school been? Yeah, it's good. I was actually going to mention something about that. Go ahead. Got here yesterday. Woke up yesterday morning and snowing so hard at MTSU's campus that I could not even see outside my window more than about thirty feet. Oh, wow. That was yeah. when? Yesterday morning. Wow. Early in the morning, about 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, and now we uh, we got some sunshine out here today, and it's about 50 degrees. I'm wearing shorts right now, so if that tells you anything, I, it, it feels pretty good out here. And any day that you can wear some shorts in January, it's a good day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I tell you. The weather has just been crazy, and it's it's made me sick. I know there's other people out there that are dealing with all this respiratory stuff, but I wish we could get some consistency. Either stay cold for a while and get, get it over with, or just warm up and, and keep it that way. I mean, it's just it's that Tennessee weather, man. I, for one, am, am definitely ready for the warm. I and mean, we had that uh, that stretch a couple weeks ago where it was, uh, you know, 60 degrees every day or, or more, and uh, – Man, it was just it was perfect, and now we're we're back to it a little bit. Today's kind of an exception, but uh, we'll take it where we can get it for sure. So, Lewis, tell us where you're at tonight for the uh, Murray County Public School Game of the Week presented by Columbia Dodge Jeep Ram and Fiat. Yeah, we'll be at uh, me and Chris Pointer will be at uh, Hampshire Unit School tonight, and they'll be hosting the Santa Fe Wildcats, who we got to uh, broadcast last week, uh, last Friday night, as they played Collinwood High School and. Got a really commanding victory there. Uh, got some real good players on Santa Fe's team, especially on the boys' side. Uh, you know, the girls, they, they've struggled a little bit, and they took a loss last weekend. But uh, those those guys are, are really something special, especially with the, the youth they have, the Adgison kid. Uh, he's a sophomore as well as the Slaughter kid, Alden Slaughter, who's just phenomenal. He had at least 30 points in that game last Friday night, and uh, they really did dominate. Collinwood, who's a, definitely a lesser team now, one and ten on the season. But I mean, it was a thirty or forty point margin there at the end of the game with a running clock in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, excited th- to see what they can do again. I don't know much about Hampshire. I'm sure you know a little bit more than I do. But uh, and uh, but yeah, Santa Fe's got some real good players. Well, 
This is the time of the year when coaches uh, from all across the state start nominating Mr. and Mrs. Basketball nominees. And so, you know, when you got a kid like Auden Slaughter that uh, you, you know, you know, you try to really push what his numbers and stats and everything are, um, now's the time to do it. It's kind of like you're campaigning for the Heisman yeah. almost. But they put out a Mr. Basketball nominee and his list of his list of his accomplishments. Number one, he's only a sophomore, but he's averaging 29.6 points per game, 7.1 rebounds, uh, two and a half assists, and three and a half steals a game. For a career, he has over 1,350 points. He has a career half 47 points in a game earlier this year. Uh, he was the uh, part of a team that was the 2021-2022 Region 5A champions. Uh, he was on the 21-22 all-season team, all-tournament team, uh, and, and the first 1,000-point career in Santa Fe, Santa Fe Middle School history. So he had 1,000 points in middle school. Yeah, we talked about that. That is unbelievable. We talked about that last uh, uh, last Friday night, and, and I think it was Coach Lyle that brought it up. He uh, noticed a banner in one of the hallways, and it had the list of 1,000-point scores in, in school history. Uh, and he was the only one with an MS marked beside his name, which is middle school. Yeah, impeccable. A special kid. I mean, I don't know. Has that ever been done before? Especially, I mean, definitely not in, in Santa Fe school history. But I'm, I'm wondering in county history or I just don't know if state anybody, history. I don't know if anybody's ever really kept up with the scoring in middle schools. Uh, you know where they would even consider that somebody could even get that close to it. But obviously, he has. You know, like. He's been playing probably starting since he was a sixth grader, which most kids don't do anymore, you know. And so th three years, yeah, I can see. I mean, he he's the real deal. And you're I'm still just talking. Him. I mean, half the games in a in a middle school season compared yeah. to a high school season, and you're still putting up that kind of that kind of point point totals. It's insane. Well, if you don't get an opportunity to go out to Hampshire tonight, definitely tune in uh, to 1017 this evening to listen to Lewis and and as he mentioned, Chris Pointer. On the call tonight with many other guests, I'm sure, for the Santa Fe Hampshire game, and that'll start at 5:30. Uh, as I mentioned, on 101.7 to be KOM. Of course, on uh, 103.7 tonight, uh, Columbia Central plays tonight. They Barry play, Duke on the call. They play who? Ravenwood at home. Ravenwood. Uh, they, uh, yep. That's a that's a win, right? That they could possibly get. I think they I beat so. Ravenwood. Yeah, I mean, I think they beat yeah. Ravenwood the last time they played. Yeah. Uh, Coach Cutlip is—he's uh, definitely. I think he's the man for the job. He's sticking with his—he's sticking to his guns. He's not really changing up anything to, um, you know, satisfy people with it when it comes to shouldn't, win totals. And that, absolutely, he's a great guy too. Yeah, well, he's a great coach. My book. He's he's a, he's a first class first class act, and we're lucky to have him here. If you don't Columbia. if you don't like it, do what every other millennial does: pack your bags and go. Just just put your finger in your mouth. And go cry to mommy and leave. That's what you should do. If you don't like it, leave. I get so sick and tired of people or these these parents defending these kids when you know they they should respect their coaches. They should listen to what their coaches say. And it's not all about highlighting your kid or featuring your kid. It's about the team. And and it's really disgusting how in our society's gotten away from supporting teachers, supporting coaches. And uh, instead, they berate them and want to blame them for everything instead of looking at their kid and, or maybe themselves in the mirror. And I do, and I do think there's kind of an exception this year. I mean, uh, the reason he's not really – I mean, obviously he's not going to change it up anyways, but uh, definitely a young team 
You you lost Central Q Martin, Bubba Perkins. Four of your five starters from yeah. last season were, were Roni Bailey. I mean, you look at all Amari the guys. Franklin. Yeah, Amari Franklin. Look at all the guys you lost. Yeah. Yep. So, you know. And then it's a short night for Columbia. Then they turn around and play in the big McDonald's shootout tomorrow. It's a, it's going to be a great game there. That played. will be a good game. Man, I, Spring Hill's got a, a super good point guard up there, and it's, it's going to be an exciting game tomorrow night. Yeah. I mean, they, they, Spring Hill's talented. That, that that will be a very, very good game. Columbia's going to play their A game. They're going to win that game. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. And that's always a that's always a, a huge rivalry and brings a lot of attention, but especially with the alumni game that's going on as well, that'll bring even more attention. Uh, they played the alumni game before that tomorrow night? At 2.30, I believe. Yeah. Oh, really? Drake Colley and uh, Orlando Cox will be on the call for that. Not on the call for the radio, but they're actually going to be officiating that game. Oh, no way. And then Drake will be on the call tomorrow night. So an well, actual alumni game completely through and through with the Yeah, well, with, with the, the officials too. and everything. Yeah, that's right. Didn't think about that. Would this game be simulcast or? I know. Uh, Tennessee will play tomorrow night against Texas on 103.7. Uh, you'll be able to catch the McDonald's shootout with Columbia and Spring Hill on 101.7 starting at 6 – or actually 5.30. That's neat. So. Which is another huge deal. It is. Tennessee and Texas to, uh, tomorrow night. Ooh. Yes, yeah, the Big Ten, Big 12 uh, SEC shootout. You know, and soon to be SEC-SEC shootout. It is. A game they're going to be there, I've heard. Yeah, they are, uh, which makes it huge. The battle of the battle of the two UT programs. Uh, two, two big major, T's. Yeah, the two major UT programs in the country and – uh, you know, college game day was also at the Lady Vols game against UConn last night, and uh, and Tennessee has been blowing people out again. Yeah, I mean, there goodness. was a, there was a stretch there where they, you know, were kind of letting some teams stick around. They they were down Santiago Vescovi. You know, we talked about the, all the Euro players that were on Tennessee's roster that helped out so much, and uh, they were down him, and I can't think of the other one that was down, uh, but two had injuries and. Uh, let Mississippi State kind of hang in there, who's definitely a lesser team, but now they've they've climbed back up, fourth ranked in the country, and really blew the doors off of a, Georgia. a really good Georgia team yeah. a couple nights. 29 ago. points, one yeah. victory. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're blowing people out. It, it, honestly, it's looking like it's going to come down between Tennessee and Alabama for the SEC. I mean, that's, that's. I don't know. I'll tell you right now, I'm going to throw uh, Kentucky and Auburn in the mix. I know Auburn got upset tonight, but A&M, but Kentucky's reeling off wins again. Which I hate. Yeah, but yeah, we all know, do. I think the top of the conference to the bottom, there's a big gap. I, you know, LSU's not very good. Yeah, they start. You know, they had a great record early in the year, but they didn't play anybody. They're not very. Good. Arkansas lost four in a row, um, which is odd. Well, they lost a big years. guy, that that great player of Arkansas injury. He's out for the year. And Vanderbilt, you know, they're, they're up in that. They went and beat Georgia on the road. They're competitive. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're they stick around with a lot of people. I know uh, they stuck around with Alabama for for a good time. When well, the whole game, Memorial Coliseum. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that kind of goes against what I kind of thought at the beginning of the season, from top to bottom. When I looked at it before SEC play started, I was like, you know, there's really not a bad team in this entire conference, and a lot of them could make the SEC turn. I mean, not the SEC, but the NCAA tournament. Uh, and that's still kind of true, but not as much as I thought it would be. I thought LSU would be a lot better than they are, uh, but that really just hadn't hadn't come through. No, and like Coach mentioned, Auburn got upset what, last night or two nights ago against uh, uh, who was it? Texas A and M. Texas A and M came into Auburn, ended some streak they had at home there. 
And actually, uh, one by double digits. They, Auburn had a big lead. They blew it, and Texas A and M went on like a twenty-two to nothing run, and Auburn never could recoup after that. But uh, yeah, I mean, Texas A and M catch fire. You know, they're not a bad basketball team. Kentucky is that team that you, you sit back and you know it's coming. So I think I think Kentucky got the lineup figured out right now, and I think they're going to be a tough out. Rest I, think, of the week I think it's hilarious how how many people were calling for Coach Cal. Hmm. In, oh, yeah. in the recent weeks. Well, they hey, I'm telling you, they're always going to do that up there. He's not, I, 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 let's just be honest. He's a great recruiter. He's not a great coach. He's a yeah. great recruiter. He's not a great coach. This is called the way it is. You reason might you win so many if, games. Well, if, because, you dis, if you disagree, disagree. Yeah, if, reason you've been winning because he's recruiting these five star blue chip players. I mean, he's not a, one or two on the team, but seven, eight, nine of them on the team. And a habitual cheater who's had banners taken down at two schools from Final Fours at Memphis and at UMass. So, right. yeah, I mean, he uh, is he worth a lifetime contract and $11 million a year? No way. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. No. No way. So. I don't know. Alabama looked human the other night. They struggled against Mississippi State. They were down at the half and uh, had to come back in the latter parts of the second half to get the win. Any of y'all watch that game? I watched the whole game, and Mississippi State, any given night, can beat you. Yeah. They're a tough team. They are. They did the same thing in Tennessee. Yeah. Got a big man, two big men. You know, that gives Alabama problems because, you know, a couple losses Alabama's got, they both have big men. Well – 11 regular season games left before the SEC tournament in Nashville. That's neat. It, it's not going to be long. It's not no. going to be long. I love the SEC tournament in Nashville. That's so fun to go up and watch. Especially if Kentucky gets beat when you get tickets cheap. But yeah. Yeah. if they're good, they're going to dominate Nashville. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, that's really when they, that's really the time of year they usually turn it on is uh, SEC tournament time and, and, and NCAA tournament time. And, uh, it seems like that's kind of what's what's going to be happening again, even though they were, you know, lesser than we're used to uh, in the first half of the season. Just like Coach said, they're coming on. All right, everybody. First break of the hour. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Lewis, joined alongside Drake. I mean, not Drake, Clayton <laughs> and Coach Dickinson. Stick with us. We'll be right back after this. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. 
Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We are this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. And welcome back in to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Lewis Maddox with Coach James Dickinson and Clayton McClaw-Harris. And uh, we've got a beautiful Friday afternoon here in Columbia, Tennessee, about 53 degrees. It is a little breezy. Got a 13-mile-an-hour wind coming out of the south, but uh, definitely better than what we've had uh, in the past couple of days. Definitely not as cold as it was. Uh, I know that for certain walking to class early in the mornings in Murfreesboro. Uh, definitely, definitely would rather have this day over – uh, the last few days, but um, how you guys feeling? We're here. I'm here. It's Friday. I mean, I mean, if you feel bad on a Friday, something wrong with you. Go see a doctor. It's Friday. That's true. We've got some. Uh, we've got some uh, really important football to be played because this uh, this upcoming Sunday. That's right. That's some right. Real important football. The AFC Championship and the NFC Championship is Championship Sunday. Uh, and two really good games, in my opinion. Um, I want to start off with the, with the, with the uh, AFC and get you guys' opinions. Uh, it'll be the Cincinnati Bengals going on the road to Kansas City to play Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people still think of, you know, KC as the, as the top dog in the AFC. But uh, if Joe Burrow and the Bengals go in there and win, that'll be 4-0 and for the Bengals against the Chiefs and Joe Burrow in his time uh, in Cincinnati. So it's a, a really intriguing game. And, uh, you know, I've heard a lot of things to, to say uh, or heard a lot of things saying uh, that if Joe Burrow goes in there and gets it done, he'll take over as the top dog, top quarterback in the AFC. And I'm wondering uh, if you guys think that's that would be that would be the case. Oh, I most definitely do. If Cincinnati – Goes to Kansas City West, a tough place to play a playoff game. One of the toughest. But, you know, I feel like it's going to happen. I think Joe Burrows has got the magic. He's playing tremendously well. And I think Cincinnati is is a team to be beat Saturday. I mean, Sunday at the, at the 1 o'clock kickoff, 2 o'clock, something like the 2.30. But I think Cincinnati wins this game. I really do. I agree. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think – Betting against the streaks a very smart thing at times, and uh, Joe Burrow's three and zero. All I will say this: all three games have been decided by three games, three points or less. Yeah, which is unbelievable. 
but I'm with Coach. I think I think Cincinnati's just they're firing on all cylinders. They're playing with a chip on their shoulder. And, uh, you know, it would be interesting to see what the weather does, although it didn't really matter to, to the Bengals when they went to, to Buffalo last week. At all. So, um, and the Bengals' defense played really well. And, they, you know, honestly, Cincinnati controlled that game for the get-go. It was never really in no. doubt. Cincinnati dominated that game. And plus the factor of this right here, Mahomes' ankle is hurting. That's true. That's true. Yeah. It's hurting. You know, he's – I've seen some videos. It looks like he's moving on it pretty well in practice, but still, I mean, a high ankle sprain. Uh, I mean, you can't be close to 100 percent with that be. going on, especially this late in the season. Um, but yeah, uh, that was the first cold game that Cincinnati's played like that. You know, they are up north, but uh, you hear a lot of those videos coming out of the of the players mic'd up on the field for T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, guys like that that are. Uh, you know, coming from South Carolina and Louisiana, that was the first snow game that they ever played in, uh, and still put up almost 30 points. And uh, you know, you, Clayton, you talk about the, the Cincinnati defense; they held that high-powered Buffalo offense, and I use air quotes around that because uh, it was really humbled in their own place. You know, Josh Allen was four and zero in the playoffs at home uh, up until that point, and. They were held to 10 points in one of the most high-powered offenses in the league at home, and they played better at home, uh, you know, in front of Bills Mafia. Um, but, yeah, I think the Bengals really have a great thing going here, and that was another team that started off the season uh, not very – 0-3 or 4, weren't they? they, were, they yeah, they were 4-4 four and four at one point and uh, under 500 there at the beginning of the season, and, uh, you know – I, you know, I, as much as I hate to say it, I think that run started with the Titans game when they came to Nashville and got another win, a, a rematch of last year's AFC divisional game, uh, and beat the Titans again. And you know, they really—I mean, I, I can't think of it. They—I they, don't think they lost another game the rest of the season after that. Immediately after last week's game between Cincinnati and Buffalo, the line came out and it was a pick'em between Kansas City and Cincinnati. Currently, as we're sitting here right now. It's uh, Kansas City's a one-and-a-half-point favorite with the over-under at 48. So, that's, I mean, it, go over you, you might that. as well just bet on the money line. The money line is Kansas City minus 125, which means you bet 100 and you win 100. If you lose, you lose 125. Cincinnati's at plus 105. So, if you bet 100 on Cincinnati and they win, uh, you win $105. So, and the uh, weather forecast for that game for Cincinnati and Kansas City is kickoffs 22 degrees. By the time it ends, it'll be 10 degrees with 0% no rain, no snow, nothing like that. But it'll be a cold evening. Very cold. And then on San Francisco uh, game, 49 degrees kickoff. Yeah, that game's going to be in Philly at 2 o'clock on Sunday. And that game, that spread, Philly is a two-and-a-half point favorite. That's interesting. That's very you usually get three for just playing at home. Yeah, uh, and you know, I think it's I think it's warranted. I think San Francisco is one of the better rosters in the NFL that we've seen over the past ten years, top to bottom. Uh, definitely got the number one defense in the NFL, um, and you know, Philadelphia, the one seed, definitely has their argument as well. Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, I really don't know what to think about Jalen Hurts at this point in the season. He, you know, he was definitely a, my MVP favorite throughout the year until he had that shoulder injury. He looked good last week. He did. Missed two games and is 0-2 when he was out. Yeah. So so he's definitely the And, and then you got factor. a Cinderella story going on the other side of it, though. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, yeah. Purdy, I mean, I mean that's just a uh, 
fantasy story. You He's know? a real deal. He is. I mean, think that he was the last pick of the draft, and look at what he's doing. And then you have the Titans taking uh, Malik Willis in the third round, and we he couldn't even get over 100 yards. But Lewis said the key while ago, Clayton, 49ers got the number one ranked defense. That's so what if they you get got done, a, too. Yeah, you got a great defense. Uh, you know, the other side of the ball gets easier. Even though you've got A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and, you know, Miles Sanders and – all those guys that make the Eagles offensively so good, mm-hmm. you've got just as many key players on the opposite side of the ball for San Francisco that that are, you know paid the big bucks as well to stop those guys. And uh, you know, especially you know, you've even got uh, actually you've got Charveris Ward, who's a, a Middle Tennessee State guy that's a real star on that defense in the secondary for the Forty Niners. Um, I've got I've got San Fran. Well, you look at who's leading that defense. D'Amico Ryan's a former Texan, former Alabama Crimson Tide linebacker. Uh, and you're hearing his name being mentioned for the Broncos job and the um, Texans job. So, yeah, I mean. Well, I tell you what, I like Sam at. Defensive coordinator at University of Alabama. That's what I like seeing. But I would love to see it too, but I just don't know if that's going to be yeah, possible. Yeah, I know, but I, that's what I like to see. It. I have, but I think the playoff setup is going to be – when they call blockbusters TV viewing on this thing here, and I think it's exciting matchups. This is going to be some good football. I mean, Sunday you're going to lock it in, and you're going to get to watch football all evening Sunday. This is going to be fun. Yeah. This is the most excited for a championship Sunday I've been it since is. Tom Brady and Peyton Manning's last rivalry game in 2015 right. uh, when the Broncos beat the Patriots to, to go to Peyton's last Super Bowl. But you got 49ers winning this thing on the road. Uh, absolutely. Clay, what do you got? You know, I went against the Eagles last week. I thought the Giants would provide a lot of balance and beat them, and uh, that didn't. That obviously did not happen. I'm not going to bet against them again. I'm going to say Philly wins at home. Uh, I got the same thing. Brotherly love's going to come through Sunday, and I think the Eagles was going to win this game. I think the Giants were a real pretender. I also bet against Philly last last week. Well, uh, you think the Giants was? What about the Buffalo Bills? That's true. Oh my goodness! Another surprising. Down I couldn't ball. believe that. Yeah. Really surprising. Yeah, they they just um, – I, I think the Bills peaked too early in the year. I really do. They I, did, yeah. I just they, – they weren't playing great football, especially last week, and uh, they, they, they really kind of like a shell of themselves. And that's what I said. I said that last week too. I, Where's the Super Bowl at this year? It's in Phoenix, I believe. Is it Phoenix? We'll have to look at that. I'm not really positive about that. but Yeah, I don't either. Uh, but, yeah, I, I was talking about the Bills last week uh, when they only beat the Miami Dolphins with a third-string quarterback from Kansas State and Skylar Thompson uh, by only three points at home. Um, and me and Drake had a conversation about, you know, we thought that the, that the Bills could really switch it on and off, but they were not there last Sunday. Well, and you saw, too, uh, Josh Allen and uh... – his big receiver, uh, Diggs, Stefan Diggs, they got into it, or Diggs was really trouble in paradise. Yeah, and that's just not the time of the year that you would expect to see something like that boil over like it did, but it did. <coughs> and you're right, Lewis. It is in Glendale, Arizona, February twelfth. Glendale, okay. But yeah, I mean, where the uh, Cardinals play? Yeah, you, you, the Bills. Uh, just really disappointing you know you got that I think I thought the top offensive coordinator in the entire league and Ken Dorsey uh who could dial up anything and you never saw Diggs get the ball you know much at all I think he had one catch or two catches in that game against Cincinnati and yeah it just didn't work out out of reverse yeah 
Yep. And one catch. Well, there's your uh, championship Sunday wrap-up right there. We want to jump into some stuff uh, that will be going on in about April. Uh, next, the mock drafts have all come out uh, this season uh, for the 2023 NFL draft. Where are they going to have that at this year? I loved it when they had it in Nashville that time, remember? I know. It's in Kansas City. Oh, it's in Kansas City. Yep. It's okay. Yep. So it uh, looks like the yeah the Chicago Bears are going to get the first pick, and I know you guys are going to be happy about these first two picks in the draft, especially on this mock right here. It's Will Anderson, who they're uh, saying is going to go first to Chicago, uh, the edge player out of Alabama, who foregoed his senior season to enter the NFL draft. And, uh, you know, definitely one of the top defensive players in the SEC and in the country over the past two or three years, really, for the Crimson Tide and uh, going to be the first pick. Uh, I, I, I'd i say that that's true. You know, Chicago uh, – I actually saw something earlier that said that Chicago would uh, try and get a trade deal done with Justin Fields to try and pick up Bryce Young. I don't really like that decision. Uh, I think they should stick with Fields. I think he's the most talent they've got on that roster. But, yeah, Will Anderson going to go first to Chicago – and then with the second pick, you've got Bryce Young, the quarterback out of Alabama as well, going to the Houston Tech Texans with the second pick of the draft. And, uh, you know, they talk about his size, but um, definitely one of the top passers in yeah, the country. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to come down between him and C.J. Stroud, the quarterback out of Ohio State, for that second pick. But I wouldn't be a bit surprised if somebody didn't trade with Chicago to move up to get a quarterback uh, somewhere along the line. But you know what you said, size. Clayton and myself, and I've been down there several times at Tuscaloosa to practice facilities. Bryce has come up and talked to us before. He's not much, much bigger than me. He is small. Really? Oh, my gosh. I can't believe how small he is, Clayton. Yeah, he's he's not six foot. I'll put two he's feet. not no one nine either. No. Wow. Yeah, he's, he, he's, he's built like Kyler Murray, let's just be honest. But, I mean, the, the – in my opinion, you know, you see guys like that all the time. You see Kyler Murray, who's had success, Drew Brees. I, I think he's a Drew Brees type guy that can that is a little more mobile. Uh, but you know, the the, the boy stats, can play football. Stats though. speak for themselves. No, he's good. With Bryce Young. He's he'll, he was gonna he's gonna do fine. I don't know. Uh, you know, the first couple of years with Houston, um, that's really a train wreck down there. You but. take him out of equation, Tennessee game. Tennessee wins by thirty. Oh yeah. I mean, Definitely. he's he's that much of a difference maker out on the field. Definitely. All right, now going to pick number three, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, and this one's going to say that Jalen Carter, the defensive tackle out of Georgia, uh, who, you know, he's an absolute freak athlete, uh, just won a national championship. Uh, he's bigger than a Volkswagen. Yeah. He's big. He's absolutely huge. You know, they say a freak athlete. And uh, a lot of those real big guys, especially along the line from uh, Georgia coming into the draft last, last year, you saw – uh, Jordan Davis go to Philly, who's really never – he hadn't really – he's been injured a lot of this season. But uh, when he's been out there, he has shown some promise. So um, another another DT from Georgia entering the draft early, a big name in Jalen Carter. Uh, and that one's definitely going to be one to watch. At number four, the Indianapolis Colts. And they say they're going to select C.J. Stroud, the quarterback out of Ohio State, redshirt sophomore entering the draft. And uh, – I really don't know what to think about this guy. You know, he's a two-time Heisman finalist, and uh, it just seems like things kind of fall apart in big games. You know, he, you know that doesn't really speak for 
uh, this past playoff season. He had a great game against Georgia in the semifinal, but uh, things just kind of fall apart for Ohio State the last few years when it comes to big games like that. But uh, C.J. Stroud saying pick four, and I kind of agree with you, Clayton. I think those kind of two right there, him and Bryce, are kind of interchangeable. Yeah, I think if one gets picked first, the other one will go to the Colts or vice versa. Yeah. That's why I think you could see a trade with Chicago at number one in case one of those two between Houston and, and, and Indianapolis have a preference. Um, it, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. You know, because they're talking about Will Levis. I mean, what a joke. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't get it. I really don't get it. They've got Will Levis at nine going to the Carolina Panthers who are in desperate need of a quarterback, in my opinion. Well, and I've heard Mel Kuyper say he could end up being the first quarterback taken. I'm like, what world are you living in? I mean, if you saw the guy play at all, even last season, he's just not very good. He threw three, he threw three picks against Tennessee's defense, who was – uh, you know, especially in the in the early they, to mid part of the season, it was praising, not very good. They've been praising him for the last two years. This Will Evans, Will Evans, NFL, NFL, NFL. But you're right; he's not impressed me at all. I heard a wild stat yesterday on Tony Basilio's show, which was, you know, you had Bryce Young who threw for over 400 yards against Tennessee secondary. You had Anthony Richardson out of Florida do for over three or 400 yards against Tennessee secondary. Tennessee secondary wasn't very good. So no. It's a rattler. 400 plus yards. Sliced him up. Will Levis, 89 yards. And three and picks. And three picks. What did he throw they, a touchdown in that guy? I don't, I don't, think, I don't think he did. I don't think he I mean, did. So, I mean, what are they looking at that we're not seeing? I, I don't get it. And what's the other game that makes up for that? I mean, the guy, I, he had close to as many interceptions as he did touchdown passes this season. And. Uh, you know, I don't know if you'd rather have Sam Darnold over Will Levis and try to build build him up. You know, he's definitely got the stature and the and the arm to uh, to be molded into an NFL kind of quarterback. But I just really don't see it. What, what do you think Titans do? Do you think Titans go O line here? That's what this one is saying. Broderick Jones out of uh, Georgia, the the offensive tackle, and um, I mean it's a big need. I don't think you're going to see Taylor Lewan in a Titans jersey ever again. What about Tannehill? You think they bring him back? He's got one more year on the contract, so I do think they'll, they'll probably stick him. with him. Um, I think there's a no-trade clause in his in his contract as well, so it would be pretty hard to, they'd, they'd to give up that cap to, space. Yeah, they'd have to cut him. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, an offensive tackle is what they're saying for, for, for Tennessee at pick number 11. They still need a receiver to fill in for A.J. Brown's absence. I mean, that was so evident all year. They didn't have that down-the-field option. They need one or two receivers. You know, you know Burks has shown some promise, but uh, – can't stay healthy. And he's not A.J. Brown. No, he's nowhere Absolutely near Absolutely not. No. But I think the you know the, the other main need for the Titans is, is corner. Well, the Titans' secondary is just go back to worse than the Volunteers. Real quick. 2,406 total yards this last season passing. 19 touchdowns. 13 picks. QBR rating 59.9. Yeah. That's that, terrible. That's, that's pathetic. That's absolutely terrible. <laughs> I mean, that's awful. And he transferred in from Penn State, right? Yeah. And, yes. and the rumor was is that even if he had stayed at Penn State, he still wouldn't have been starting there now. Nah. So I don't get it. Like I just don't. He started under Trace McSorley. This is kind of like what Zach Trace McSorley Wil has done. He's this is like nothing. Zach Wilson. You know, he, you know, everybody blew him up, gets picked high, and now look at him in the Jets. That's Zach Wilson was was blown up because of one throw he made on a on an Instagram video that he could throw. You know, 
without looking at his receiver 50, 60 yards down the field on a dime, and uh, we've all seen how that's played out in New York. I thought you were going to refer to his junior season uh, game in Knoxville. <laughs> Don't talk to me about that. And that music is going to take us to a break at a good time. So we're not talking about BYU coming into Tennessee and beating them. Stick with us. We'll be right back after this. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. 
Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hubs for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Welcome back in to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, segment number three, getting close to five o'clock here in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm Lewis Maddox, and alongside Coach James Dickinson and Clayton McClaw Harris running the board for us today. And uh, we've got some beautiful weather outside and some uh, some sports to talk about for you today. We're, we're missing Drake Collie. He's in Las Vegas having a great time. I'm sure he is. Uh, but uh, yeah, we've got some we've got some great things going on, especially around. Uh, WKOM and WKRM over the next couple of days. Got the game of the week tonight on 101.7 FM uh, with Hampshire Unit School hosting the Santa Fe Wildcats. Got two games for you, the boys and girls. And then tomorrow night uh, will be the McDonald's shootout between Columbia and Spring Hill on that same station. And then on the sister station, we've also got uh, the Vols playing the Texas Longhorns in Knoxville with College Game Day coming to town. So uh, some big things happening uh, on these airwaves tonight and tomorrow night but uh you got bama playing uh tomorrow at one o'clock too okay who they play 
Oh, my God. Oklahoma. Oklahoma, yeah, Oklahoma, yeah. Oh, man. In Oklahoma. Yeah. Another big one. Remind yeah. me before the end of the show to give out the Magic Gay Ball picks that Drake has just sent us from Las Vegas. So That'll be good. Uh, I think we're going to talk about uh, some of these – some central high school news, some uh, some football news, uh, you know, specifically Dravius Hall and Caden McCoy. Caden McCoy getting his first offer from uh, Tennessee State University out of Nashville and Dravius getting the same one. But And Eddie George is the head coach at Tennessee yeah, State. he is. Former Titans running back. And, I'd uh, want to play there just because of that. Yeah, I mean, if I was a running back, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's early in the process, but you're right. A lot of offers starting to come in. Caden will be a senior this upcoming year. And then Jaravius, uh, only a sophomore, will be a junior uh, this upcoming year. And so far, he has offers from Tennessee, uh, Auburn, Eastern Kentucky, Georgia Tech, Memphis, and um, Tennessee State, like Caden. So, of course, Alabama's there today. That is correct. University of Alabama is on campus today to uh, do some measurements. Talk about some some great exposure. You know, it is not only for those guys, but for everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, they're looking at other people as well. Yeah, for the, and that it's going to be that way for at least the next couple of years. Yeah, you know, with Jaravius, you know, Jaravius bringing in all that attention. It'll get other people looked. Absolutely, we had to get the uh, smaller colleges down here as well because I'm go back and tell the story real quick. I may have told it one time on the air a couple times over the last several years, but uh, when we had Shaq Mason and we was you know. All them kids out there was winning a lot of ball games, winning state championships, stuff like that. I never forget on a Friday night, you'd have uh, before kickoff, you go out there and you had all these guys, you didn't know who they was, that's handing you business cards. So it says, I'm with so and so college. I made 20, 30 guys out there handing out business cards. And we're not here to, to recruit Shaq Mason. We, we're here to, if you got any kids that you think will work for us, let us know. And I was going home on a Friday nights with 15 to 20 business cards in my pocket. You know, it, it was amazing how many people would come to watch a top caliber football team that was winning. And we can only hope that it gets back to that way. And I, I feel like there has been a lot of really good off-season momentum for Columbia. Uh with the hiring of uh, Tredarius Golf and Dre Hall. Uh, Big hire. We covered that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and uh, I think you're if you talk to the coaches o- over there, you're already seeing that, that those two hires paying dividends. I know uh, Tredarius is working out a couple of the groups in the morning time. And that has been really intense from what I've been told. Matter of fact, one of them told me yesterday, one of the players have come down to visit with on yesterday you know, after they got through with the workouts. He said, man, I went to the workouts with uh, – Coach Goff, I threw it three times this morning. So yeah, I know it's you, intense. I know who you're talking about oh, because yeah. uh, uh, he actually, yes, uh, that that kid went to uh, Doctor Steele, the principal, yesterday because uh, we had talked uh, while we were recording his show yesterday, and he said, "I've never in my life been through a workout quite like that." And uh, yeah, I mean, these kids are getting up there at the at the back building in the uh, back gym in the weight room, five thirty in the morning. Great. And, and it so, is. Yeah, I mean, so that's, that's something they're doing on their own. Building some character. It, it does. And, and uh, it started out with two, and it doubled the next day. Always it, does. It continues. It's just growing. And uh, it's also giving these guys the opportunity to get to know Coach Golf and learn a little bit about him and, and what he's all about. And uh, they're finding out that uh, his ingredients that he used when he played uh, are going to be put – down with these guys as he's a you know with him being a coach which is 
you're going to work your tail off. And, uh, and a lot of them same kids that's, that we talked about, Clayton, and Lou, you know, you played out there. You'd have a conversation with them during the offseason, and a lot of them were talking about, I don't know if I'm going to play next year. You don't hear it now. They get in there at 5.30 in the morning, changing culture. And all it takes is four or five of them start going. Next thing you look up, and they're going to be eight or nine, 10 to 20 of them. So, you know, th- th- that is the perfect formula to change Columbia Central football right now. Yeah, and I love it. And golf and hall, you know, um, I know for sure guys that I used to watch uh, winning state championships and going to state championships when I was younger. Uh, and I know some of those, especially some of the older guys on the team, are, are know who these guys are and respect them and want to play for these guys. And, uh, yeah, I agree, just just an outstanding hire and uh, something that's definitely, as we're seeing now, obviously with all these uh, recruiters coming in to, to Central High School, back, in, back into the school, uh, definitely a huge momentum builder for, for, for Central High School. That's the way it should be. And, and another thing about all this, we're back in our old region. That's going to be fun. The Tullahomas, the Shovelville, of course, Franklin County. And, you know, it's it's, it's La- going to be La- Lawrence, Lawrence County. County. It's Lincoln. going to, it's going to be a great year for Central Football. I hope. Yeah, I, I agree. And um, you know, I think you're going to see participation numbers rise as well. And um, I think it's going to be a great thing. And um, it, it's really exciting. And the number of true freshmen coming up to play are getting bigger too right now. You got. A lot of them kids are getting excited about coming to play varsity football. And I've been amazed. We've had uh, 10 to 14, 15 eighth graders there every day. Wow. Walking from, That's what you want. Walking from Withorn over there to come to the workouts. Yeah. yeah. That's what you need. And the excitement, it, you know, spring football will be here before you know it. No, oh, it's right around the corner. Well, that being said, we've got some uh, – we're getting close to the end of our show here. Well, we are. we got about a, a minute and a half left. Uh, I want to hear y'all's predictions on the game this weekend. Coach, earlier you said you had Philadelphia and who? You had uh, 49ers. I mean, they play the 49ers. Then Cincinnati's going to uh, win the ball game. So you got Cincy and Philly. I'm with Coach. I got Cincy and Philly. Lou, who I've got you? Cincy, but I've got San Fran you got in San- Philly. Uh-huh. That's All what right. I've got. All What's right. the Magic 8-ball picks this weekend, Clayton? I'm excited about hearing that. Yeah, that's what I'm pulling up right now. So from this is coming from Drake Colley out in Las Vegas. He is saying to take San Francisco at plus two and a half at Philly. That's going to be the first one. He also has the Magic Eight Ball taking Kansas City at minus one and a half and the under forty eight. He also has the over 46 and a half in the San Fran uh, Philadelphia Eagles game. Vegas knows best. So that San Fran plus two and a half, the over in that game, Kansas City minus one and a half, and the under in that ball game. Clayton, we're in trouble. We're looking both directions on this one. It's going to be an interesting championship Sunday. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun Saturday basketball, too. And good good upcoming sports going on, especially on these stations. Uh, keep listening to these stations and tune in next Monday for the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour for Lewis Maddox, Drake. Not Drake. Drake's not here for Clayton Harris <laughs> and Coach James Dickinson. Have a great night, everybody. See you.